Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord and good evening. Praise God to you. Are grateful that God, the Lord, has given us another day, an opportunity to live on earth to please him. My spirit has been so troubled lately with a lot of things, and I cry out to God. I cry out to the Lord. One of them is that I have found out that Christians don't read the Bible for themselves. And that's bad because when you don't read the scriptures and study in your life, throughout my whole life, I was born as a Roman Catholic. And I did not know, and no one ever told me about the Sabbath day until I became 41 years of age. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Yanks used to live across the street from me, and we thought it was strange that they worship on Saturday. Even in America, that people call themselves seven days of Venice. They worship the Sabbath, but they don't speak in tongues. And the Sabbath is a very, very, very holy day. Now, I want to say something. I'm not here to point out and get on no brother to fly me to debate no man. I'm not doing this. But I heard Brother Geno Jenkins uh, was in Jamaica at First Church, and he said that he respects the Sabbath, but he doesn't do the Sabbath. And he gave some scriptures that Jesus gave new commandments which he did but that does not mean that he have obliterated the sabbath because jesus says he's lord of sabbath and that's a misunderstanding of this holding this precious day in every dispensation the lord has commanded his people to remember the sabbath day and to keep it holy there, the first chapter of Genesis, and then you got the second chapter. In the second chapter of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 2, the second chapter of the Old Testament. And Moses wrote the Old Testament, if you don't know it. And in Genesis 2, 2, he says, And the seventh day God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his works, which he had. That was very strange to me as a young man being indoctrinated to Roman Catholicism. And I'm not here to want to challenge Geno Jenkins or challenge some pastor. I'm too busy teaching the word. I ain't got time for that. But I'm here to stand up to show you mostly today that in the New Testament there's a lot of scriptures that's pertaining to the Sabbath. 
And one of the most misunderstood scriptures is when Jesus added the original Ten Commandments. Now, before we even start this, the Ten Commandments in the King James Version, to go to the Ten Commandments. And we need to see what God spoke about the Ten Commandments. Ye shall have no other God before me. Ye shall make for yourself a no craven image. Ye shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother. Ye shall not murder. Ye shall not commit adultery. Ye shall not steal. And I don't understand. There are pastors who are saying that Jesus abolished it because he didn't add it on to the new commandments. Now, if we go to the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 28, I want to clear up some things here. And I want to thank all of you for listening to Live Deliverance Internet Radio. And this is the Sabbath day. And as I kept this day holy, I have had a total change in my health, in my life, in my peace with God. I got healed on this day. And the mix-up is that when Jesus added new commandments, which he did, but he never took away the old commandment. He didn't say, it is written, take out the old commandment, I give you a new commandment. No, we have to read the word as in the simplest form and understand what Jesus was saying. And it really, really, really is sad to see people not understand this precious day that God allows us to rest. After today and after I teach, I'm not going to no gym. I've already cooked. You can eat on the Sabbath and pluck horns. Jesus' disciples did that, and they got angry at Jesus because they said, you're not honoring the Sabbath. They had to feed themselves. You can eat. So if Jesus didn't say anything about that, which he was with them on the Sabbath. You can eat your food on the Sabbath day. Now, what I want to clear up is there's a misunderstanding when people are taking the New Testament and saying that the Old Testament Sabbath had been abolished. That's not true. So first, let's go over the Old Testament uh, teachings of the Ten Commandments. And the Lord spoke unto these words, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness or anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters under the earth. Thou shalt not bow thyself down to them nor serve them. For the Lord thy God and a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers unto the children, unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy for unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless. He taketh his name in vain. 
Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Jesus did not take this out. Because I'm going to show you in the Bible that he says he's Lord of the Sabbath. So if any pastor saying that they observe the Sabbath but they don't believe in it, then that's still error because Jesus says he's Lord over it. Christ said he's Lord over Sabbath and all the other commandments he didn't say he was Lord over. But he specifically says in the New Testament that he is Lord of this day. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thy labor and do all thy works. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou shalt not Thou, nor thy sons, nor thy daughters, nor thy maidservants, nor thy maidservants, nor thy cattle, nor thy strangers that is within the gates. On Saturdays, I had two Dobermans, Maggie and Magdam. And I was learning the Sabbath, and I would not pray with them on Saturdays. No, no, no. You know, they would sit there with me, go use the bathroom and sit there. I even let my animals rest. God honored that because Magnum was sick. And I lost Maggie, and that was very – you can get close to animals, and they're so kind. And when I lost Magnum and Maggie, I had another one named Bishop. And God honored me for teaching my animal. I know it sounds strange to honor the Sabbath. The Lord says, neither thy cattle nor thy strange that is within thy gates, nobody. He says, for in the sixth day the Lord made the heavens and the earth and all them that rested in the seventh day, which the Lord, the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Now, he's used three or four verses in one area of the Old Testament to show you the importance of this day. And when I saw this, I notice that a lot of people get it confused when they give Jesus has given us new commandments. We're going to look at that. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, who went about doing good and healed all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, I thank you for this Sabbath. I ask that you allow me to speak the words through your, through your scriptures and by the leading of the Holy Spirit to bring forth truth to a world that is in despair to Christians that have rejected the true word of God. Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. My people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. I pray that you can use me as your oracle and allow someone to hear this to get an understanding of the truth of the Sabbath. In your most holy name, I pray, in Jesus of Nazareth's name, the Son of God, amen. Please turn to the book of Mark, chapter 2, verse 28 through 34. Mark chapter 12, I'm sorry, verse 28 through 34. Mark chapter 12, verse 28. And one of the scribes came and having heard the ransom together and believeth that he had answered them when he answered them, which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is our Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. That is the first commandment. 
The second is like namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. None other commandment greater than these. But the Sabbath is not a commandment. It's a lordship. Because Jesus would not contradict himself with his father. God saying one thing and Jesus saying another thing. God is not the author of confusion. Nowhere in the Bible can you substantiate that. And if you go to the book of Mark, chapter 2, and we're going to start with verse 23, Jesus, the Lord of Sabbath. So being a Lord over something is not a commandment. That means that you have total authority over that day. And when Jesus died at Golgotha and descended at the right hand of the Father, God gave him the authority to be Lord over the Sabbath. He gave it to the Son. And we're still supposed to honor the Sabbath. I hear pastors, they say that he gave us a new commandment and now the old ones has been abolished. No, it hasn't. Yes, he gave us two new commandments. So we have 12 instead of 10 because Jesus gave us two. But nowhere that he gave us two, he said that leave the Sabbath alone. That would be contradictory of God's word. And God does not bring confusion. So we see here in the book of Mark chapter 2, verse 23, and it came to pass that they went through the cornfields. This is Jesus and his disciples. They went through the cornfields on the Sabbath day. And his disciples began as they went to pluck the earls of corn. As they was walking, they was plucking them. And the Pharisees said unto him, Behold, why do they on the Sabbath day that which is not lawful? And he said unto them, New Testament, Mark 9.25, Have you never read what David did when he had need? And was a hunger, and he, he, and they went with him, and they went with him, how he went into the house of God in the day of Abamiah, the high priest, and did eat the showbread, which is not lawful to eat, but for the priests, and gave also to them which was with him that was hungry. Jesus did not dispense the gospel over this and there are a lot of theologians that's using this as an excuse to overthrow the sabbath but they didn't read the whole scriptures and content in the book of mark chapter 2 verse 27 and he said unto them the sabbath was made for man and not man for the sabbath so this is not a commandment therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. He's not Lord of Thou shalt not kill. He's not Lord of Thou shalt not steal. He's not Lord of Thou shalt not commit adultery. These are fleshly sins that grievance God that gave us order. He never messed with the Old Testament of the Sabbath because his father started it and Jesus is going to finish it. And when people are taking the new commandments out of content and saying they believe in the Sabbath, but they don't honor it because Jesus omitted it, that's a lie. 
Let us look at this in the same content of the book of Luke, so it's being misunderstood. In Luke chapter 18, verse 20, Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he said unto thee, I have kept from my youth. Now Jesus heard these things. He said, Yet ye lackest one thing. Sell all that thou hast and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. Did Jesus wipe out do not steal? No, he didn't. So if you see a pastor saying that in the New Testament, Jesus gave us two new commandments, if he did, why don't you let the people know that he did not say anything bad by these commandments that he spoke of when he told the rich man and the ruler what it's going to take to come into the kingdom of heaven? He still said you couldn't do those things. Now, Jesus says this in the book of Mark. I'm sorry, the book of Luke, I stay in Mark a lot. In the book of Luke, chapter 18, verse 19, And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good, say one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. He didn't wipe that away. Do not commit adultery. He said that in, in Exodus 20, verse 5. So where is it that these pastors are getting this from, that this has been omitted in the two? He has two new commandments, and all the rest of them is omitted. And then they're going to try to take out the Sabbath. That that's wrong misinterpretation. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, all these have I kept from my youth. He said the same thing that God said earlier in the Old Testament. So Jesus never changed that. That has never been changed. I didn't see Jesus says, omit out the Ten Commandments or the Sabbath. Let's look at John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. John. Chapter 13. Verse 34 and 35. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, and ye have loved one to another. There is nowhere in here that he has omitted out the Old Testament. That's in John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. Let's look at Luke 18, 20. In Luke 18, 19, and Jesus said to him, Why callest thou me good? None is good, sir, one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. 
do not commit adultery. He said, thou knowest the commandments. He didn't omit that out. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. He never took that out. And it's all in the New Testament that he never took it out. So there are some scriptures that I would like to get you to read, because I don't need to read it because I know it, concerning the Sabbath in the New Testament. The Bible is full of scriptures concerning the Sabbath. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to go get a pen and piece of paper, and I want you to write them down. Amen? First one we're going to look at, Mark chapter 1, verse 21 through 25, King James Version. Again, Mark chapter 1, verse 21 through 25, King James Version. Let's go there. Mark 121 through 25. And it deals with the Sabbath day. It is also in the book of Luke about the Sabbath day. Luke chapter 4, verse 31 to 35. Also in the book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 9 through 14. Mark chapter 3. Verse 1 through 6. Luke chapter 6, verse 6 to 11. The 1, verse 30 and 31. Luke chapter 4, verse 38 through 40. Luke. Chapter 13, verse 10 through 17. Let's do that. Luke. Chapter 13, verse 10 through 17. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. Everywhere you see in the Bible, Jesus never spoke nowhere and no teaching on no Sunday. And I find it. I find that Satan in people's minds and tradition and a lack of study in the scripture does not want any of us to receive a miracle on this day. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together, and could in no wise lift up herself. That's the Sabbath day. That's in the Bible. You can't take that out. You can go to Luke chapter 14, 1 through 6. Jesus heals on the Sabbath. So how could he have taken out and not omitted, and you can say that Jesus gave us new commandments, but he took out the old, and yet he is doing 
healing on the Sabbath day. That's contradictory. That don't sound right. And it came to pass, as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath day, that they watched him. And behold, there was a certain man before him which had the dropsy. And Jesus answered and spoke to him. The lawyers and Pharisees says it is lawful. It, it, it is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And they held their peace, and he took him and healed him and let him go. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have an ass or an ox fallen into a pit and will not straightway pull him out on the Sabbath day? You can save life on the Sabbath day. You can save a soul on the Sabbath day. That is not a sin. Jesus says that. I didn't say that. And this misunderstanding of this day is really organized by men's mind, men's fleshly understanding of Scripture, a lack of allowing the Holy Spirit to give you revelation concerning this holy day of uh, this holy covenant that God has made with Jews first and then Gentiles. And some may say that Jesus only had the Sabbath for the Jewish people, which is not true. Because the book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 6, speaks of the Gentiles worshiping on the Sabbath. Turn to Isaiah 56, 6. Even to them I will give in my house and with my walls in the place and a name better than of the sons of the daughters. And I will give them an everlasting name, and they shall not be cut off. Uh, Isaiah 56, verse 6. Here it is. Also the sons of the strangers that joined themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord. To be his servant, every one that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taking hold of my covenant. This is a covenant. It's for the Jews and it is for the Gentiles. Please study Luke chapter 14, 1 through 6. New Testament of the Sabbath. John chapter 5, verse 5 through 18. John chapter 9. Verse 1 through 16, Mark chapter 6, verse 20, Mark chapter 13, verse 54, New Testament of the Sabbath, Luke chapter 4, verse 16, Matthew chapter 28, verse 1. Let's go there. Let's go to Matthew 28, 1. 28, 1. end of the Sabbath, the resurrection of Jesus, in the end of the Sabbath as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sculpture at the end of the Sabbath. 
it's all in the New Testament. The Sabbath, it is biblical for us today. Please go to Mark 16.1 to get better understanding of it. Go to Luke chapter 23, 55 through 56. John chapter 12, verse 2. Matthew chapter 24, 24 verse 20 to 1, verse 12. Mark chapter 2, verse 27 to 28. Matthew chapter 12, verse 2. Matthew chapter 12, verse 5 through 6. Luke chapter 6, verse 5, Acts 17, 2, Acts chapter 13, verse 14, Acts chapter 15, verse 21, verse 31, Acts chapter 18, verse 4, Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, Revelation chapter 1, verse 10. Let's go to Revelation 1, 10. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. That's the Sabbath. It's all in Revelation. John chapter 20, verse 19. Acts chapter 20, verse 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 18 through 19. And Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9. I suggest that you study the Bible and take time to read any subject. In order to know truth, you need the Bible. In order to know truth, you need to know the Word of God. Because we are living in some serious last days that the the world will omit out the Sabbath, that Christians will go and serve and follow unsaved people and unsaved men and men who have molested a woman, and men who have lied, and men who have tried to bring an insurrection against the United States. This is what we have in America, and he's a Christian. In order to have truth, you must know God's word. The Bible says in Matthew 24, and Jesus answered and said to him, Take heed that no man deceive you. If you don't know the Bible, people can deceive you. You need to know the Bible. You need to ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You need to get the nine gifts of the Spirit. And God answered, I was talking to a sister in the Lord last night, and she was telling me how to talk to these people, which was making a lot of sense. God told me to teach the word in season and out of season. You have a lot of stubborn people. That's Christians. They don't want to change. They don't want to accept not even the Bible nowadays. And the Sabbaths have been squashed by Satan for many years. 
I've been healed on this day. I've had get so much peace on this day of press. The devil is real working, man. Please, study the Bible if you don't do nothing this year. Pray for these Christians who believe in Donald Trump. This is pitiful. Our country is at stake. America is at a crossroad. We need to really understand the Sabbath. We need to really understand how to test the spirits. We got to understand what what's a lie, what's not a lie. The devil has thrown out so much misinformation. God's word is truth. And I don't care what go on or who controls what. Truth. And his word is truth and every man a lie. I ask that you pray for this country. So many rebellious Christians are out here. Seven years for me to labor for one man still won't submit to God. I've seen this over and over and over. Don't be like that. Open up to the Sabbath. Allow the Holy Spirit. Go get an encyclopedia. Just go to your library. Go, go, get, go on Google and put up Sabbath in the Old Testament, Sabbath in the New Testament. Pray. Get the Holy Spirit fast. Don't, ain't nobody interested in hearing God. Y'all just want to hear from a person. And this is how come there's so much misinformation out here, including in the body of Christ. I'm going to stick to God's word. The Bible speaks of three truths. In John 14:6, Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh to the Father but by me. In John 17, 17, say, Sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth, John 8, 32. In 1 John 5, 6, that is he that cometh by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and by blood. And it is the Spirit that bears witness because the Spirit is truth. The Holy Spirit is truth. Seek it. Get the power of God. Take some time to study the Bible. There is so much deception and uh, misinformation on TV. Fox News, I don't know, this is like North Korean TV. So much lies that's spreading and giving people information. Satan wants to destroy America through Donald Trump. And the Lord has said me, if y'all don't pray, and if y'all give up, Satan is trying to put pressure on y'all to make y'all not want to vote no more. Satan's doing it through Donald Trump. Tomorrow, we're going to be binding demons in Trump. I'm going to bind them. We're going to bind every demonic spirit in the, in the Republican Party. And we're going to bind demons in the a Democratic Party. We're going to clean house. We're going to suppress these spirits and take our country by prayer. I've never seen this country be so radicalized with one human being in my life than Donald Trump. I've never seen Christians, I've seen women having photo with Donald Trump can touch my bottom parts and smiling and, and, and really like it. I've just never seen nothing like this. And these are supposed to be Christians over here. They don't even honor the Sabbath. They don't even think about the Sabbath. Even right now, 
I got zero listeners, but somebody will hear this. They're out bowling, they're doing this and doing that, and then they want to go to church on a day that Jesus never healed nobody on. God bless you and shalom to you. Please give and sow a seed. I want to thank Sammy Osley. Brother Sammy, thank you so much for sowing a seed to keeping me on air. Brother uh, Tommy, thank you so much. T. Rowe, thank you. Sister Durden, thank you. Evangelist Janet Taylor, thank you. I don't have that many people give, but when they give, I do pay these radio bills. So a seed, if you keep me on air, I'm quite sure that you may say I'm very radical. No, I'm standing up for the truth of God's word. I don't want no dictator in my country. I don't like the spirit of lies. I don't like the spirit of racism, mistruth, misinformation, hate. Boy, it's a bandwagon of sin in this country. And the only thing that can help this country is if we pray and implement Second Chronicles 7.14. God bless you. Please sow a seed to Live Deliverance Internet Radio. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, you'll be able to see where you can give. You can also watch me if you go to Google and type in my name, E-M-M-I-T-T, last name, O-V-E-R-T-O-N. You'll see me on many podcasts. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem based on Psalms 122. And wherever you're at, fast and pray against the wickedness towards your nation. God will hear one righteous man prayer. It is very important that we use prayer to reverse what the devil is trying to do in every country. Every country is coming under attack by the devil. Every country. Every country has political pollution. Why? Satan. Who is the God of this world? But we have a, a powerful God. And if we pray, and if we believe, and depend on God, we'll be okay. We're going to close to James chapter 5, verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing songs. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Most people don't get healed because they're praying and anointing them on the wrong day, which is tomorrow. The Bible says, and the prayers of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall rise up. And if he have committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man prevaileth much. Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And I'm going to pray earnestly that Donald Trump don't get in office. And you can do that too. That's in the Bible. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one covet him, let him know that he which covereth the sinner from the error of his ways shall save his soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sin. 
prayer is very, very powerful. Come join me. I'm going to post up prayer against Donald Trump and his demons. We're going to bring it up very soon. I'm preparing the scriptures for prayer and to come up against all spirits in every country through intercession. Stay tuned for that. Tell everyone that we're going to pray for all nations, and we're going to pray that the Lord protect every Christian, true Christian on earth. And we have the authority through prayer to make it rain and stop. We also have the authority to put a president in and put a president out by the power of God. Shalom and God bless.